0: You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Heather Duplessy Allen.
1: Now, the OpenAI story is really worthy of a Netflix documentary, isn't it? The ChatGPT developer, OpenAI, has offered Sam Altman his chief executive jo- uh, job back, and they, that just comes after they just kicked him out of the job last Friday. Sam Dickey from Fisher Funds is with us on this. Hey, Sam. Hi, Heather. Okay, give us a little bit of context on this, okay? Why did it happen and where are we at now?
0: Intriguing stuff. No one actually knows why he was fired. There's plenty of conspiracy theories going around. But, you know, one of the most successful consumer tech applications ever built and the awkward pairing of that with a not-for-profit company in, in this big public fight. So quick bit of context. Um, OpenAI, which developed ChatGPT, among other things, was founded as a not-for-profit company with a fairly lofty goal of creating safe general artificial intelligence that benefits all of humanity and in 2019 Microsoft invested a billion dollars and then over the past year they've increased that investment size to 10 billion dollars but importantly most of it is payment in kind via allowing OpenAI to use Microsoft's big data centers to crunch the huge amount of data required to run models like ChatGPT. and then as you see that Friday last week Sam was fired he was the founder and CEO No one knows why, there's plenty of conspiracy theories going around, but all 700 of the top AI developers on earth threatened to follow him and leave too. He got hired by Microsoft on Monday, Satya Nadella hired him and and he threatened to take his whole team with him and then yesterday he was rehired by OpenAI and the board has completely changed. So Larry Summers, the former US Treasury Secretary, is now on the board and a former senior executive from Salesforce as a chairman. So it's been a hell of a week.
1: Mm. What are the implications here for Microsoft and, I guess, more more broadly, the development of, of AI?
0: Well, they effectively own 49% of the company now, and, and they don't have a board seat. And OpenAI had that very unusual structure whereby it is a not-for-profit company, originally yet one of the largest for-profit entities on Earth. So Microsoft owns around half of it. So it's not clear yet, but... I think it's likely that Microsoft will get a board seat. I think that um, Satya Nadella, the Microsoft CEO, will not want another shambles like this. And, and remember that $10 billion investment they made over the last year, which is basically payment in kind, is only being very partially disbursed. So, so Microsoft's kind of holding the, the cards there. And then if you think about the safe development of AI he uh, presumably it continues. He, he spoke, last spoke publicly, spoke about a week ago um, at the APEC CEO conference, and he seemed to balance his excitement about the giant strides OpenAI is making right now, um, today, with the requirement to keep an eye on the safe deployment of AI, given the inherent risks.
1: Mm. What lessons are there in here for, for investors, Sam?
0: I think there's two two kind of lessons that spring to mind. So the first one is, you know, what Charlie Mungus was referring to when he said, show me the incentives and I will show you the outcome. And the point is this board and company had kind of diametrically opposing incentives or uh, objectives. So part of it was that not-for-profit and the safe deployment of AI, and part of it was clearly for-profit, given Microsoft is, is one of the largest for-profit entities on earth. And then when you have misaligned incentives within a company or a board, you end up with a boardroom shambles like this. So show me the incentives, I'll show you the outcome, and make sure they're aligned. And the second one, I think, is perhaps kind of a bit more holistic, a bit more positive, and that's in a world of AI, which to many means robots and automation and the disintermediation of humans, it was reassuring to see that this week was very much all about people. It was about Sam and his crack team, and it was about them remaining loyal to him.
1: Yeah, well, that's a fair point, actually. Sam, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Sam Dickey, Fisher Funds.
0: For more from News Talk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.